Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to your featured podcast of the evening. It is the Big Easy Wrestling Podcast. I am co-host Shipesta with the main host. Dustin Destruction. We are joined by our other co-host for the first time under the rebrand. We want to introduce yourself. It has been a while since we've had this, and I figured I'd bring it back. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the best in the world! Okay. okay, I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for the coming I'm waiting for the keep it down after that one. Dave, Dave, Dave. Okay, that was about as cringe as watching a Monday Night Raw. No, that was oh, a, no, that Lord, was about I as that was about as cringe as watching SmackDown tonight. So, I think we deserve a round of applause before we get into the concept of what we're gonna do. Holy crap, people! We are uploading two weeks in a row. Isn't that uh, a record for <laughs> um, Yeah, that's not something we should really be applauding, but... Uh, hey, um, next week's going to be three in a row with Fastlane. Oh, God. And the weekly review show as well, so it'll be four. Okay, so real quick question. What the hell are they... What the hell are the matches at Fastlane? Brian versus Reigns, Bianca and Sasha versus Nia Jax and Shannon. After that, I actually... Have... I don't know. Oh, no idea. Wow. I don't okay. think anything else confirmed. Oh God. Okay, that's going to be a fun episode right there. It's next week, I believe. So. Yeah, it's the twenty-first, which is next weekend. It'll be all. It'll be done on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, think, yeah. So two days before the car. Oh, that's going to no. Like, like those pay-per-views are usually some of the funnest to cover, though, because they're that bad. We're twenty. What were you saying before you got? How many days from WrestleMania? I don't know. I think it was like it's like twenty twenty nine. I want to say it's 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 between twenty five and twenty seven, somewhere between there. Somewhere there, because I got the Facebook memories alert last year about how we were twenty eight days from going. So. Yeah. It's, it's... <sighs> so yeah, Fastlane, the pay per view before and Mania is a month away is not finishing. And Vince threw out the whole Mania card. So yeah, Mania is looking great this <laughs> so, year. So like you're two 20, nights. You're, it's like, you're 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 having two nights. And you have no damn idea what you're doing. <laughs> I hope so, all right, folks, solid. The, all right, folks. So the concept of this weekly review is we're gonna not review. We're gonna do recap of wrestling throughout the week. Um, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown. We're not gonna put ourselves through at Raw. I'm no, sorry, no. I can't do that. That's yep. hot garbage. I think most of Twitter agrees with that. So I think you guys will be fine with that. And, you know, any news that breaks out. So that's going to take us to our first topic of this show is Andrade. So it kind of broke out today that someone captured that Andrade took all mentions of the WWE out of his bio. And it came out a little later by PWI. I can't remember the sources. Meltzer or some other place that he asked for his release and it was denied. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan, what's your thoughts on this whole Andrade situation? I think it's... It's a shame because it's another one of those megastar potential talents that Vince is literally held, holding hostage to his company because he knows damn well he'll he he would go you know back to New Japan or potentially AEW or somewhere else. Maybe he's got another AAA. goal in mind. I say maybe he wants to go back. You know, maybe he wants to go back to Mexico and AAA and stuff like that, but. <clears throat> You know he, he's of course hindering that because he knows that, but he de- he doesn't want him there, but he doesn't want him to go somewhere else to cost Vince more money. 
and it, it's a shame because Andrade is that damn good, and people aren't getting to see it. Dave, what about you? It's it's typical Vince being afraid to let somebody do their talent that they need to and being scared of him going somewhere else. Because we all know it would be AEW most likely. And if you believe rumor meals like everyone tends to believe, Selena is also rumored to be going to AEW. I heard that. Yeah, I heard I she's heard. pretty so, much all but signed at this I'm point. I'm and her there. Vince don't want to deal with that, so... I don't He's think it. I don't. It's not a Andrade thing though. He does it to every superstar. I think the only one he let walk out was Ambrose Moxley. Yeah, he usually halts every superstar. Yeah, that's that's only because Moxley's contract ended and he didn't renew it because so he was free. Andrade was out with injury for a while, so that's gonna get tacked on. Yeah, and I wonder about the AEW thing because you know it's people don't know Andrade and Charlotte Flair are engaged. Yeah. You think he goes to AEW and puts Charlotte in hot water? I don't or think, do you think Char- Charlotte would get in hot water. I don't. I don't, think I don't so. personally. I don't think Charlotte can get in hot water. <laughs> to be honest, I really, honestly, truly don't. So I don't. Well, let's look at Charlotte right now. She's not even being able to save Andrade from being released right now. See, so you were telling me earlier on the phone that she pitched a storyline. Yeah, What's she that? had. She had pitched a storyline for them two to be the the next big power couple on TV and they shot it down, which is surprising because since Charlotte personally asked for it, then I thought, you know, she gets every damn thing, but no, she just gets a title shot at WrestleMania and not right now though. Oscar's out for concussions. I don't know what, I don't yeah, know what Charlotte's plan's going to be. I'll say this that's, point. that's yeah, I, I saw that from raw when she got kicked in the face by Shayna. Um, <laughs> but, <clears throat> But what are you? Um, are you done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's another theory I saw on Twitter that people are blaming, believe it or not, Zelina Vega for it, she, because they said, you know, ever since she dumped wrestling for Twitch, Aleister Black and Andrade haven't been on TV. Well, do you think there's any foul, or do you think that's just stupid paranoia of wrestling fans? I like to complain. I I think you can chalk that up to just wrestling fans trying to put too much insight into it. I think I, mean, I, I think it's more so Vince just souring on him. That's true, because if people remember right, Aleister Black was only on TV for a while because Paul Heyman was giving him a push when he was still in that executive director role. Yeah. And I hate to say this, Vince hasn't been very high in the past, and guys, that's first language. Oh, God, this is just something. Isn't it's English, English, yes. And I think, actually, Zlian might have to do with Don Andrade thing a little bit, because that was his mouthpiece. Yeah. yeah. She chose wrestling over, I mean, Twitch over wrestling, so Vince is like, I don't need this Andrade guy anymore. Yeah. So you could maybe, maybe I mean, I, I, mean, know, there's, I can see maybe both. play that one. I can, see, I can see, honestly, both arguments to it, definitely. Yeah, but it's a tiny, it's tiny compared to what everything else is. So, it's a shame, though, because Andrade, you know, he has, you know, star power written all over him. He was... No, way before WWE. Yeah. Came to WWE, yo. NXT, he was brilliant. Yep. One of the best matches in NXT history is him versus Gargano for the NXT World Title. And then, you know, his field power Black was phenomenal I mean, in NXT. I mean, I, I, I guess we can at least hope maybe that he somehow makes his way back to NXT. And... Yes, for his Yeah. 
But he's he's set if he's asked for release, he's because NXT's part of WWE, obviously. So right, right. He wanted to go back there. He wouldn't have asked for his release. Well, I mean, they denied it, so maybe Hunter can try. To I'll tell you, maybe Hunter can try to convince him to come back to NXT. Because unfortunately, he got lost in the shuffle, and it's a shame because that guy's a no, that guy's world class talent. I say that guy's a megastar if booked properly. Because the only yeah. opportunity he's ever gotten was to be United States champion, which. He screwed up. I mean, he got suspended during yeah. that. Yeah. I think yeah. Vince probably soured on that, too, because you know the whole cliche of Vince. If you're a champion, you do not get injured or you do not get suspended. No, you don't make mistakes like that. No. Nope. Vince has those unrealistic and, expectations. And he, holds, and he holds those grudges, too, on a superstar. Like, For a long time. Yeah. So that could be another, a, that could be another reason why they denied it, just, be, just out of pure bitterness. So whenever he gets released, I think you know where would you guys like to see him work? I personally eventually like, his contract will run out, or he'll get released at one point. Where'd you like to see him go? I personally like to see him go to go to New Japan myself. Think Either so? New Japan or AAA. About no AEW, you guys. Neither of you want to see him there. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him there. I wouldn't be opposed to it because I think they would. I think they would properly book it, but. I don't think he. I, I think it would. I think his styles, you know, with of course AAA, but then also in New Japan, go back to New Japan, and I think so. Too. I, I think I think he would go back there and just light it up. Which is AEW's doing that whole thing of Pentagon right now, yeah. having a mouthpiece and stuff. Yeah, and they and don't. gimmick seems like it'll be a little kind of like bad. Yeah, they don't need no. So he 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 can go he can go back to New Japan and and tear it up back there. So the other news that broke today was that WrestleMania, everyone thought was going to have 25,000 fans. Well, they're doubling it to 45,000 fans. Do you guys like that decision? I love it, With personally. During the pandemic and stuff? I, I love it, personally, because as much as it fucking sucks that we're not going to be there, I, I think it'll at least make watching it on TV better than a year ago. And You're going to Maybe it'll be better than that. That's the point I make when I say that, is... You know, like it, it's anything's better than last year, and it's gonna—that's seventy-five percent capacity, Raymond James Stadium. So that's yeah, gonna be oh, sixty thousand. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be nice for you know something other that uh, something brighter than the last year that we've all that we've all had. It's gonna be nice. Gives hope. Yeah, it's 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 Just gonna much needed. It's gonna it's gonna feel good to to kick back and and watch WrestleMania with. 45,000 people. What about you, Dave? Now, is that is that locals, or is that everybody worldwide? Well, I mean, they got... Dave, tickets are going on sale <laughs> next week. Not worldwide, because most of the world's under lockdown, but most of the people people around the U.S., anybody can come. Yeah. It's not restricted. No. Well, hopefully we get other fans that aren't just Tampa locals, because I don't know if the Tampa locals seem to care. Yeah, that's the only thing is there's no events going on that's going to allow fans, so I wonder how many people are going to dare to make the track. Like, we're not well, going because of that. Well, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of people out of state that are going to make the track for that just for... guy and all the normal Yeah, just, people. just, yeah. just for a, an event to go to after all this time. And, I mean, do you think they can social distance properly, though, if that's going to take up 70% of their capacity? Uh, that's going to be tricky to do. I mean, I'm sure they'll be able no, to do it. Be, it doesn't matter, be. though. Florida's completely open. It doesn't yeah, matter. It I'm doesn't, just curious it, no, what Vince does. I mean, I, well, Vince will probably have maybe a seat or two difference, but not by much. Yeah. 
won't be six. No, seats, I mean that's what I mean. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hell of a nice show just for that feature alone. Whether whether the card's good or not, because since <laughs> we don't even have a card, 20, 28, <laughs> 28 days out. So except for Edge and Roman, except, except for Edge and Roman, which like is looking like most likely to probably gonna turn into a triple threat. And well, we'll get to that. And then it's like, but it'll at least be nice as hell just to watch with that many people getting into it. And you know they're going to be loud because, hell, it'll be the first major event of its kind with that many people. Because the Super Bowl only had 25,000. So yeah. Vince is topping that. Yeah, so, I mean, it's going to be nice because the, the people are going to be loud because of that. I hope so. It'll finally feel like some, you know, normalcy in the wrestling world, which would be nice. I mean, no one's had it. I mean, AWS fans, but it's like, what, a thousand? Hell, it'll feel like some normality in the world, period. Yeah. Which hopefully we'll get more of. I mean, which, right. I mean, it won't feel too normal because, well, we won't be there, but at least feel no, somewhat feel, normal. I'll say, I have a, I mean, God, I haven't watched a fi- show without being there since 33, so I don't even know what it's like. I didn't watch last year's, so nobody did. Uh, oh, that's not true. Uh, that's a lie. I uh, <laughs> yeah, I I uh, did too. <laughs> did I didn't watch. I don't think. I couldn't pull myself to watch it. I I did so. so. All right. Um. So let's start SmackDown this week. Uh, the lot not the go home show, but the second to last SmackDown before Fastlane. Dave, what were your thoughts on it? Other than the opening segment and the Kevin Owens show, it, it was not good. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but they need to really figure it out before they go home show a fast lane because it was a dud to get through. I'll say the Brian Edge and Roman feuds on fire. That, they got something going on with that. You know, it's perfect. Oh, Edge cut this really passionate promo Yeah. to start off SmackDown, you know, the whole... Brian says, I don't love this because I only wrestle three times a year. Well, I wrestled four or five times a week for two decades. You know, you know, I didn't even know he faced the British Bulldog and stuff. So hearing him drop all those names were really cool. And Brian comes. Four decades. Yeah, four decades. And then um, Brian comes out and he's like, you're right, Edge. I went to business on my own, you know, because I don't know if this is going to be my last WrestleMania or not, so I want to be in the main event, which I hope to God it's not. Please, Brian, wait until next year at least. Yeah. Please, and Dallas. <laughs> uh, there's some bias there, but yeah, I'd love just to a little see. Bit. I saw, we saw, I saw his, I saw his um, big moment at 30, well, we did, yeah. you know, winning Miracle on Burn Street, and then, you know, his return match at 34, so right. it, it, next year really is his, this is really his last. I would love to see that, too. Because the guy, you know, I there would never be another Daniel Bryan. Nah, hell no. So they have that going. Do you think there's any chance that Bryan beats Reigns? I don't. No. At all. No. No. So that spins to what you were saying. You think they turn into a triple threat after Fastlane? That's kind of what it's looking like from what I've gathered reading up on. That's kind of what it's looking like. It's ge- it's gearing towards. Because they're at the end of the show, they tease have a special enforcer. Jay Uso or Edge, I kind of think that may one of them will get Roman disqualified, and that's how they add Brian. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. they want to give Edge the bell. I don't feel like they Roman's the hottest thing in wrestling right now. You're not you know, gonna make want... any rivals it. They're not gonna want to watch him lose clean, no. so they might have Edge pin Brian. Yeah, so you can have... you you can have you can have uh, Roman lose but look strong. Because that's the only way I see this working because. <sighs> <sighs> 
the whole buildup of Edge returning was to get what I never lost. Yeah. And then you're trying to do the whole, if this is my last WrestleMania storyline, it's got to go in one way or the form. If it's going to go Edge, then you got to pin Brian. And like yeah. I said, I'd like to see, I want to see Brian main event. I'm not the same guy who, come <laughs> 30, didn't want him in there at all. But for storyline purposes and for Edge returning, it needs to go that route. Yeah, because it wasn't believable. So we all agree that Ryan's not winning at fast. No. Lane. They're going to find out way. Yeah. So this ain't a prediction yeah. show, but that's kind of where I feel like the storyline's going to. And it's the best thing. I mean, it's phenomenal. That's one good thing there, you know. And then the Kevin Owens show, he had Bianca Belair and Sasha on there. And they were arguing over Reginald. They're like, what? What the hell is Reginald? Like, why is he in every woman's storyline? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what uh what bread he's buttering, but um somebody high on him right now and Carmella, Sasha, Sasha Nia. J- oh Lord, he's really popular with management. I tell but, you what. But I tell and you, then I, they had that really cringe. Like, what the hell was that? Trying on suits. Okay, let me. Okay, so let me get this straight. Okay, first off, what was Shayna Baszler doing there? Like, bored us. I mean, I know, I know they're a team and all that. I get that, but first off, why in the hell are we wasting time on SmackDown two weeks from two? Wait, however many weeks from WrestleMania on Nia Jax, Sugar Daddy, and Reginald, who obviously they buy them stuff, and and then, um. I mean, did, did did Reginald hang out with Matt Riddle before the show? Because I don't know about y'all, but I've never once tried on a suit, clothes. I've never done backflips in them bitches because no. they fit so good. Because <laughs> knowing my but luck, I, I'd, knowing my luck, I'd try it, break my neck, and rip my ass. So, <laughs> but oh God, and, I and, didn't have a light bulb effect just go off. Oh, boy. I think I kind of see where this is heading. Now, now, hear me out here. I'm thinking come fast lane. Reginald is going to end up screwing Sasha and Bianca out of the tag titles. And then come WrestleMania season time, Reginald's probably going to either help Sasha retain or screw Sasha out of the title match at Mania. Sasha's turning heel no matter what. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, you can see Nick, it. Reginald's the one causing the friction between those two. I yeah. think that's kind of what's supposed to be. I don't know what Nia Jackson shouldn't have anything to do with it. But I don't, I, I don't I think it's know. just for the fast lane, and then they, they go away after that. So he's teaming with them to play mind games with Sasha, and it's going to cost her to take the pin, and then she's going to turn on Bianca. But it's kind of obvious. But I just I just know that Shayna Baszler is like legit one of my favorite people because... You couldn't encapsulate an emotion better about that segment than her in that segment. Getting on the um, Baszler bandwagon train, huh, Shape? Oh, Shayna Baszler's <laughs> badass. I, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of Shayna Baszler's. I, I think she's badass, and she seems like Here's a, a, she seems like a really cool chick. But I wouldn't want to get into a fight with her. I'll tell you that much. Oh, no. Here's a hot take. Is it bad? I actually enjoyed Michael Cole's commentary today more than I've enjoyed Jr's at all lately. Oh, I, I know that's I know that God, that's how I mean I know Jr. has like, been awful. No, like to, I mean, as much as it pains me to agree with that, I one hundred percent agree oh, with that, dude. 
Dave, you're a coal miner. What are you so <laughs> Say, Dave, you were like, during that storyline, bro, you were all up in, like, chat talking about how great Michael Cole was. Okay, well, that was a different time frame. Speaking of miners, I forgot during the scenario in the news, Johnny Ace is back to being talent relations head and shape. You can get your people power maybe back. People Hey, I support John Laurinaitis, okay? People power. <laughs> Now, if we that can get if we if we can get another reign of people power, there's your ratings right there. Uh, let me be clear: we do not want people power to return. Uh, <laughs> all right, back to SmackDown. I know SmackDown's such a success. We're talking about John Laurinaitis right now, but the other thing is Kevin Dunn. What was he smoking today? You know, during the Rollins beat down Cesaro, which I'm down for a few of that. If yeah, that's gonna be. I think they're gearing towards Nakamura versus Rollins at WrestleMania, though, because him and Rollins had a bit of a stare down after that beatdown. But he had nine different camera cuts. I counted nine different camera cuts while he was beating Cesaro down. Good Lord. And it was bad because it showed a lot of Rollins' punches completely missing. (laughs) Dave, Dave, were you watching the show live or in person? I was watching it from the comfort of my house. Why? No reason. Carry on. <laughs> okay. And then I noticed, I didn't know that people wearing AEW sweatshirts were still a thing on the Thunderdome. I noticed two of them. One guy, had a cha- one guy changed out of it. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't know that was still a thing. Apparently, I haven't watched the Thunderdome enough. But, I, other than that, <laughs> that's really it for SmackDown. Like, I had, uh, like, no other interest in it besides those couple segments. I mean, I think Rollins and Cesaro will be good. You know, Roman like, Chris Bryan and Edge. The Big e Apollo, Apollo storyline? Nothing does anything with Apollo. The Nigerian Prince? Yeah. I know, I know, I know. And they have Sami Zayn doing a, you know, documentary. Ooh, it's a storyline there, Vince, but hey. Say, Sami Zayn's doing a documentary on conspiracies against him and WWE. Um, <laughs> and King Corbin can't forget King Corbin still. There's that guy that still. I'll say still. Uh, I'll say King. I'm sorry. Like I, I like I, I like Baron Corbin a lot, but you uh, talk about definition of staler than a hundred day old <laughs> dog shit. Oh my god. So SmackDown's been really pretty good, but yeah, I don't know. Today didn't really do it for me, but. Maybe it's just because they want to enhance the main storylines. So, well, that was right. Vince's fault. We move on to NXT. Dave, what were your overall thoughts on NXT this week? I thought NXT was absolutely amazing. I love the fact that we had three great women's matches, a great world title match, and for not watching NXT in a while, I thought it was great. Three? Am I? Am I missing uh missing something? What was the three? Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. Yeah. The tag title matches. There was only one tag title match. You're right. One tag title match. Yeah, I, two. I could have sworn there was another. There was a third woman's match. Oh, Zaya Lee versus oh god, Caden Carter. That's, that's right. yep. That's what I was referring to. That match. I mean. I thought it was pretty good. I haven't watched NXT really since the pandemic started, but, you know, since we decided to do this, I'm like, I'll give it a shot, and I actually enjoyed it. Pretty stacked card. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised the ratings were as far off as they were. 
But, you know, Io versus Tony, that was a hell of a women's match, you know. If there, no one beats women's wrestling like Hunter does in NXT. No. Exactly. I agree with Nobody. that. No, definitely. So, Io retained. Who do you think's on the horizon for her next? Rayquel. I was going to say, yeah, Raquel, because Io said she wanted her next week, so... That's right. She actually got in the face of Raquel and challenged her. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, I know you're a Dakota stan. I think she's moving in the main roster shape. God, I hope it's SmackDown. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I think I heard that there's rumors of her moving up soon. Well, if, if, if she is moving up, congratulations. I hope it's the SmackDown... And I that brings on to another rant that I know Shite's about to go off for. Obviously, they don't have plans for to go to that much because Herbert Quill are handed the tag towels at the start of the show and subsequently lo- lost. 55 minutes later. So I'll let, good, Dave, I'll let, I'll let Dave go first because I know Shite's is going to be a, couple, a bit of a rant. So Dave, go ahead and give us your thoughts on that first. That was worse than the Miz's one day WWE title reign. I don't know what Regal and Paul were thinking. They must have been hanging around Vince too much. But that is not how you introduce new titles to people who just won your Dusty Classic. Now, credit, I will be okay. NXT is usually good at building storylines with their titles. But that was just pure thickness at its finest. Please Dave, don't uh, ever copy from not, the main roster ever again. We're not good friends of uh, Hunter, so let's not call him Paul. I mean, Triple H, sorry. Yeah. It's been a day. Point is, do not ever borrow from the main roster ever again. And can <laughs> we please stop introducing more titles? There's too many now. Well, in their defense, you know how stacked NXT women's division is? Not everyone can be... They can't only have so one while, title. I mean, that. the fact that NXT hasn't had women's tag team championships before now is a shame. But and and to beat your point, best. yes, they just won the Dusty Classic, but unfortunately they already had their tag title match from that and then mm-hmm. when they lost to Shayna and Nia Jax. Yeah, so they, they actually didn't make the Dusty Classic look like a joke, so... But, but all right, Alan, I know... You got some things to say about this, so I'll let well, you take the full. I mean, I've I've tried to think like, you know, Triple H is one that I never really questioned the booking decisions of, because of his genius level for the business. But I, you know, like I said, we're not in the business, so we don't know all the workings. But from what you and I, what people like you and I can gather. I haven't been able to find one logical fucking reason why you would book that like that. Because you introduce tag team titles to probably your hottest tag team in NXT right now. Well, actually, your hottest tag team in NXT right now. And then you don't even let them keep them for a show. So you introduce titles and you don't even let them have a reign technically to be introduced to like to Dave's point you you pretty much sub, sub, subsequently made your tag team titles look like a joke because if you're just going to pass them off like what are we going to play hot potato <laughs> and it's just like the you 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 build up Raquel and Dakota and then you absolutely completely shit on it with no legitimate like booking rights like to write it 
on the horizon because if Dakota gets called up, if that's true, and then Raquel goes into the title picture, you subsequently just made both of that, that whole thing a waste of time. And to be honest, it's like, I mean, to me personally, I think it's kind of a slap in the face, but damn. <laughs> My question is, if they want Ember and, um, God, Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, yeah Shotzi. to your point, like, like you said, why didn't you just have that as the match for it? It's kind of weird, I'll say. Like, I mean, it, why put it on somebody that didn't have the title match? Why not just have the two teams, yeah, like, you know? Like, why start off and be like, yeah, you two are the first ever history-making NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. But then at the end of the show, 55 minutes later, you have them lose it. <laughs> and most likely that's the end of that. If the rumors are true of their of their paths, of their bookings going forward... Which makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. I mean, it's probably like one of the worst booking decisions I've seen in like the last like five years. For NXT, yeah, or in general. I mean, just in general, I mean, you can say definitely NXT, but just like in general, because as much as you think on it, like I said, I don't know the inner work. We don't know the inner workings, but from what you can, from what we can see on the outside, there's no logical explanation behind it that I can find anyway. Yeah, I and, and you and I and you and I pick, and you and I pick these things apart till like they're worse than a vulture on a freeway roadkill, <clears throat> and even even we haven't been able to find a logical reasoning behind any of this. Do you have anything else to add, Dave? No. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, I don't know really what to say. I think you covered it. You know, because like you mentioned, I can't find any reason why in the world they booked it the way they did. But. Yeah, because like, if you know that if you know that the paths are going in different directions for the two of them, why even make note of them winning the tag team or being handed the tag team titles? Why even make note of that? Why didn't you just have the match later on in the night and then crown Shotzi and Ember as champions? And can it, someone fill me in in the comments or, you know, Twitter, at BW Wrestling? Ember and Shotzi just seems like a random tag to me. I mean, can anyone mention somewhere how they got started? Because that's just so damn random. She, I can actually answer that, I believe. Oh, you can. Okay. Now, again, I'll, to your point, if I'm wrong, correct me in the comments because I could be wrong, but I believe it was because Ember answered Shotzi's call for the Dusty Classic partnership, because I think that was her partner in the Classic. And that's it was how, in the and, Classic. And that's how they got started, because she, she agreed to be her partner, and the team just started from there. I believe is how it got started. I guess just Hunter trying to find a way to get him on the card, I guess, is really that just what that means. Yeah. And I also... Um, Alright, let's get to the main event first. Balor versus Cole... Dave, what did you think about that? Five-star classic. Every time those two get into a ring, it's literally fun to watch. What do you think about the Kyle Riley adam Cole thing going on? Because, you know, the reason Cole lost was because Kyle Riley came out and kind of distracted him a little bit. Was that the reason, or didn't he jump up after the match is over? No. He... I thought he just stood there as just... Watching the match. Well, yeah, that's then, the reason he distracted Cole. Yeah, I mean, had his presence out there, obviously threw Cole off because they're rivals. 
And therefore, we haven't done a show since their turn. What do you guys think about the whole Undisputed Era turn? Were you for it? Are you liking how they've played it out since uh, that? Alan, I'll let you go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and break a lot of a lot of Stan hearts, but I'm 100 percent for it. I know that's gonna. I know that's gonna break a lot of stands. I've seen people still crying about that on Twitter. Which, <laughs> see, which, but see, to me, like, to me, that's brilliant because that's the reaction you want when somebody splits up. You want, you want that reaction. That means people care and are invested. So that's good to see. But I'm all for it because it's about time that they that they launch them on their because they've been in the UE for so long, and they need they need singles time. All of them. Yeah, because yeah, Adam Cole's been a singles wrestler, but Kyle Riley and even Roddy Strong, yeah, could be world champions too if they want. And, and Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly coming out here looking all badass and shit, like he from the streets, like <laughs> he isn't certified. He is have an MMA background. I mean, he, he come out here looking like that dude that be like, you know, he you walking and like he'd be hitting on your girl and you'd be like, just be like, yo, bro, you good, you good, dog. So Should what happens if Bobby Fish when he? Eyes? What happens if Bobby Fish when he comes back? <laughs> that's a that's a good one because he was like he because he's been MIA. I mean, because he's injured, but like that's an interesting question as to how do they book that? That and Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley have been pretty much attached to hit for damn long. I mean, they were Red Dragon in Ring of Honor. Yeah, I mean, are, are, are they going? That was years ago, so they've been a package for. Say, are they going to put them back together? Are they going to let the singles runs go? Oh, I, I think they're going to push O'Reilly to be a single star, which is so good. I don't know, that, which is good because that's that that's another another batch of freshness in the pool for put NXT. Roddy and put Roddy and Bobby Fish together. I'm really curious to see what they do with that. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't maybe. be, oppo- I wouldn't be opposed to Roddy and Bobby. So, because both are good, but I would neither stand out as. A, I mean, I don't know. I think it, guy, I, I think it could be a. I think I think it could be a good character elevation for both of them. Roddy's one of the best wrestlers on the planet, but personality-wise, yeah. sometimes he struggles. And Bobby yeah. Fishing, I mean, but I I don't know, I like it. You know, I know once again that breaks Stan's hearts, but you know they were together free what two three years yeah i mean four it felt like it was four yeah it's like been a long yeah because when did adam cole beat drew for the nxt title they formed that night yeah that was years ago yeah it's it's been 16 it's been three years it's been two or three years at least drew's been on the main roster for a couple years so anyway there's that you know the match was great i mean i think we all knew that Balor's going to win it because they're saying something up with him and Karrion Cross. Yeah. Of course, you got the O'Reilly Cole feud. So great match. I mean, what do you expect from a guy like Finn Balor and Adam Cole, though? <laughs> exactly. If it's not a great match, I'd be a little scared. <laughs> yeah. What about a Finn Balor Karrion Cross feud? Do you guys like that coming up? Or... Hell yeah! Hell yeah! God, did Karrion Cross put a whole bunch of muscle on? Because freaking Finn Balor looked like a midget when Cross was. Standing. Oh, that like when he when, when he was rehabbing that injury, he worked his ass off. You can tell. He's big. Yeah, he got jacked. What about you, Dave? Are you down for a Finn Balor Karrion Cross feud? I'm down. I don't know much of his work, but I'm down for it. I'll look up Killer Cross on YouTube. Yeah. There's plenty of his matches. So everywhere. you'll uh, you'll get you'll get quite a few hours of entertainment. Do you think Cro- Finn drops the title on one of the takeovers? Yes, yeah. he's going to drop it to Carrion. Yeah, he's going to drop it to Cross. Cross was supposed to be 
champion anyway. So the only reason Finn's champion is because Cross got hurt. Yeah. He did something to his shoulder. So yeah, Cross is. This is supposed to be Cross's reign that's going on right now. Anyway, so, really yes. quickly about Takeover. Sorry, how do you guys feel about oh, Takeover? I'm, I'm gonna get to that next question, but I do want to make a point. Do you think Finn Balor brings back the Demon for his matchup cross? Because there's talks about that. Yes, I, I he, thought recently he went back to no, he, just to wash away that. Well, no, he he already said the Demon's not dead, and it just hasn't been the time for it. Yes, the match with Cross is the time for it. Hmm. Do you think it'll be good in a in performance center shut down environment though? I feel like that's kind of a waste of the Demon character because I, from what I've heard, they're not going to have fans for the takeovers. I, heard I mean, I know. That, I mean, if they do, if they do have anybody there, it'll be just like they do with NXT, just a few around ringside, like they do. Um, but still, I, I mean, think, it looked good at Full Cell, and Full Cell is a small area. But I mean, I don't know. It just I, seems like I, fans are part of Demon Experience. I think. I mean, as much as it sucks, I think. I think with the personalities, the characters, and the personas, yeah. I think you have to have the Demon for this. Karen's gonna have to make Finn go to a place. Oh, yeah, say because Cross and that's is demon in him. So say Cross is that killer badass, and you're not gonna beat killer. You know, you're not gonna beat Cross if you don't bring out what you got, which is the demon. So yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna happen. You're, you're gonna... I think Karen beats the demon. I think which would be the only second person to ever do that behind Samoa Joe. So that would be. That'll be fun. I mean, as Dave brought up, though, takeovers gonna be two nights. Uh, what you guys think about that? Are you down for it? I, I know would... you were mentioning in chat. You know, we've gone to WrestleMania's live, and some. I mean, we wish just two nights sometimes sitting there for eight plus hours for an event. <sighs> it's hard. So I kind of like the two day concept. What about you? I mean, I I, I would be I would be one hundred percent for it being a regular thing, just because you know it's WrestleMania week and. You know, to your point, when you said it's like, you know, when we sat there at MetLife for eight plus hours. I mean, by the time by the time we got, uh, I mean, I couldn't feel my ass. It was like, <laughs> good lord. And I think it, I think it adds something to the experience, and I think it would it would be worth it if they if they had like ticket price altercate, you know, like alterings for dual packages, and then I would be down for it being a regular thing. Do you think that they'll have enough? Do you think Hunter will come off and get enough matches to book two nights of it? Yes, I have no, I have Absolutely. no, yeah, I have no doubt that he'll he'll stack two incredible nights to take over. This is what I'm seeing: is two nights you're gonna have Adam Cole versus Kyle Rise in main event at night one, then Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor in main event at night yeah. two. That's kind of where I'm thinking yeah. he's going. Yeah, that's what it that that that's what it'll most likely be. I'm sure. Unless he puts a woman in a main event, which Hunter's been known to have the women highlight before, but say, I mean, that would be even that would be more badass. And the interesting way they're doing it this year is interesting too. Night one's going to be on the USA Network, and night two is going to be on Peacock. Really, really, I yeah. didn't see okay. that. Huh? Is is the net, that means Mania is going to be on both Peacock, right? Yes, not Man- yes, Man- Mania right? is strictly one hundred percent Peacock. Okay. That's why I kind of find. except I mean, for the, except for of course the pre-show. That's the only yeah. thing that won't be on Peak. But yes, well the pre-show be on. Well, the pre-show will be on Peacock, but it'll also be on all the other social media sites and shit. They put they put the free preview shows on, except for the yeah. WWE Network because I'll be abolished. Yeah, because on April fourth it 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 goes rest in peace. 
You know, I have to get to Vince, you know, despite the fan thing, he has a stacked week that Mania week. You have two nights of takeover, two nights of WrestleMania, the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Raw, and SmackDown. And NXT's debut on Tuesday night. Is that, wait, that's a thing? Is that actually confirmed? That's the night after Raw, after WrestleMania. I thought that was SmackDown. No, it's NXT's moved to Tuesday nights. Now it's confirmed. I believe it is. Quote me if I'm wrong, but... Oh, shit. I hope so. That would be huge for NXT. I hope so. So I've seen, Fingers crossed. I've seen, I've seen a lot of a lot of articles about it, so it looks looks all but confirmed fingers at this crossed. point. Yeah, fingers yeah, crossed on that one. Take it with a grain of salt. I'll say not 100% right, not claiming it is, so that's just at least huh. what I've heard the most of. So I'm, I'd be down for that. So, yeah, Vince, I mean... Do you guys hope he has a format like that for Dallas next year when we go? I mean, do you think that'd be too oh, much? No, I mean, it's like no. I said, it, like I said, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be too much if it would be if he had a good way to get uh, tickets for both nights easily. Well, Stephanie already confirmed it was going to be one night next year. I was just curious, hypothetically. No, if... I mean, I would be, like I said, I would be, I would be down for. I, I think it would give a good emphasis on the matches of the of what WrestleMania is supposed to be if it's booked right. And Hell, I'd be down to do a takeover next year too. Well, we wouldn't be able to go to Friday night night one's takeover, no. Huh? We wouldn't be able to go to night one's takeover. Yeah, because yeah, takeover. because of the there's shenanigans. a little bit yeah, thing cause... Cause... Oh yeah, the Nash party. <laughs> yeah, there's the shenanigans parties. Uh, so yeah, we wouldn't be able to hit one of the nights, hit that night, but because we don't miss that, because we don't miss that party for the fucking world. So it would just cut night access. That's probably the only yeah. change it really. Yeah. And uh, speaking of main week NXT as we're going on, before you head over to AEW real quick, Molly Holly was the first announcement made for the Hall of Fame this year. You guys like that? 100% long overdue and very well deserved. Dave? Absolutely rightfully deserved, and it took way too long to get here, but I'm glad we got here. That brings a bigger question. How many people are they going to put in the class? Because they're going to have the whole 2020 One, class. Yeah. And then oh, the whole 2021 class. How long is that thing going to be? Well, is that going to be two nights too? Well, I mean, if they do not have, no. if they, well, see, <laughs> the, the 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 Hall of Fame is going to be on what? Peacock, I'm assuming. Probably. Yeah. Maybe you will be on say. Tuesday. Remember if there's on TV or not? I think it's on. Well, see, I think it, historically it's only been on the network. Well, so assuming that means it'll just be on Peacock. Well, if it's on Peacock, strictly on Peacock, <sighs> then there's no time restrictions. It's your network. Fans sitting through that whole thing. I mean, well, do they I mean, want fans turning it off? Well, I mean, I, I I don't see unless you do unless there is for the first time a speech limit. I mean, there's no other way because you're going to have the 2020 class, and you know, and you know the 2021 class is going to have at least the average four or five, six, five to six people in it. Yeah, because it's only virtual this year, so yeah. So it's like, I mean. You know it's gonna have so it's it's gonna be quite a quite an event. <laughs> this is why we're not the experts. We'll leave it to the other guys. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna have the superstars sitting there or anything. It's gonna be rough because like it was that one year that thirty three that half the superstars took off. In fact, during Goldberg's speech. So hopefully it's not the good same for them. Way that... Yeah, yeah perfect. Remember, Dave? That's where Roman Reigns was getting booed at. And then probably just take out a main event for that. Shut up. <laughs> article from kayfabe news that dave bought 
Okay, and you believe half the things Meltzer tells you. Shut up. No, I don't. don't. Anytime Meltzer puts out news, the first thing that me and Dustin talk about, take it with a grain of fucking salt. Because it's Dave Meltzer. Alright, so let's go on to AEW. Um, headlines remain. I want to know what you say, because this is something I get tired of hearing when it comes to Kenny Omega and his women's wrestlers. I'm trying to find the link real quick on Twitter, but a dirt sheet analyst said that Hikaru Shida is only champion because she's Kenny Omega's girlfriend. Okay, I don't... First off, I do not believe that they're dating. Now, I might be wrong. Say, are they actually dating? Could be wrong. Just, again, analysts, man. again, like I said, don't think they are. And Hikaru Shida is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Why would you not put... the? Why would you not have her as your champion? Just because... Just because Kenny Omega has, a, a, you know, a Japanese touch on his wrestling... That makes uh, out of me. No, that's complete horseshit. <laughs> Stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. They said the same thing about Rio too and Kenny Omega. It's like, so anyone that's a women's champion's Jap- no, what, uh, no, it, Japanese means they're dating Kenny Omega. Well, is that kind of? Well, I mean, it's it, it it just goes to show that Kenny Omega's doing something right. If everybody's got all the thing, only thing people got time to do is sit there and talk shit. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's you have you have amazing talent and amazing talent and especially an amazing talent like Sheeta, she she's in the spot she deserves to be in, holding what she's holding. She's it's not because of who she knows or who she doesn't know, or who she's friends with. Who 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 the fuck cares who she's dating anyway? That's her and business. His name his name's Raj. Gary of Wrestling Inc. He said on a podcast with Matt Morgan and some other guy. I don't know. But, um, so yeah, for some reason he thinks that she's only where she at because of Kenny Omega. No, that's and just... he happens to say on Happy International Women's Day, too. So, yeah, great no, timing that's, on that's, this thing. I'm sorry, that's that's just uh, a bullshit, complete and utter horseshit take. Alright, so let's cover up while we wrap up the show. AEW's return from AEW Revolution. And I think they... Because as everyone knows, and we mentioned it in yeah. our review show, Revolution, good pay-per-view, was a complete flop. Everyone was figuring out, trying to figure out how to handle the whole ring explosion. And I thought they did it pretty well. No, I like, mean, I think Mox, Kingston, Callis, and Omega really sold it as a well, joke. Yeah? I think there couldn't have been a better a better way for AEW to bounce back from such a botch than what they did Wednesday because you had everybody's mind taking off of it while talking about it, but you had everybody because you were laughing so fucking hard. (laughs) I mean, you could have took Eddie and John's promo left it at that. And that would have been perfect, (laughs) but I'm sorry, only in professional wrestling. And this is why I fucking love professional wrestling because what other company or what other industry on planet Earth can 69ing and dry humping be included in a normal conversation <laughs> and be acceptable? I mean, Kenny and Don, that was one of the... F- I, I, I can go definitely on record and say in the last, let's say, five to six years of professional wrestling, one of the top five funniest fucking segments of the last five years. 
If anyone wants to know what he's talking about, they're recreating Eddie Kingston laying over Mox, and you know, can, but you know, Kenny decided to put some extra commentary in it and we go sixty nine me dawn, sixty nine me dawn. And then I mean, and then when you have when you have Kenny when you have Kenny say it was when you have Kenny say it was just a reason for Eddie to dry hump John Moxley. <laughs> I mean. It was so fucking brilliant, and you could not have re like bounced back from such an awful, you know, awful botch that nobody could control, but just such an unfortunate botch. What a way to bounce back and clear the spirits of that crap! I mean, it was br- absolutely brilliant. And it gave us the pair of Eddie Kingston and John Moxley again, which those two are gold together. So I'm saying, I'm, it turned and, out. Uh, I'm 100% all for uh, a Mox Kingston run together. 100% all for that. Does that mean that Mox ain't taking time off? Because I thought that was the way to write him off. But... I thought it was too. Cause, but next week on Dynamite, it's him and him and Kingston versus the Good Brothers. I guess you told Renee, "Fuck that! I'm working." I guess. Well, I mean, so. I'm, I'm assuming it's. I'm, I'm assuming he's probably on watch. I'm sure. Yeah. I just enjoyed how they were saying Impact made the bomb and that Kenny doesn't know how like, even Kenny was joking about how he failed to make the bomb apparently I'm not a good bomb technique I mean it was funny how <laughs> I, they say, like, I mean they, they completely wiped that shit and I mean people of course still talking about it but yeah, for course. the most part for the most part like for the company's sake and for the show's sake they completely wiped it and I thought they did a brilliant job of wiping most people's you know humor level of it with with their own bounce back with all the stupid crap they pulled so i i thought it was brilliant myself all right dave anything to add to that it was just brilliant and i'm glad that they found a way to fix their botch they can't they didn't have much of a choice they needed to find a way to fix it they had to own up to it so at least bring it up yeah because no because anybody watching is going to watch to expect like how you explain that because it was too obvious. It wasn't one of those you could brush under the rug botches. It was too ob- too damn obvious for that. So what do you guys think about a Lance Archer-Sting feud? Uh, Lance came out and cut Sting mid-interview. No, he did not punch John Skyler in the face this time. Damn I know it. that's a thing Alan wants to happen every impact. Sorry, like, like, Dynamite. So, <laughs> like, like, like I said, John... I got I got all the love and respect in the world for you, but I'm sorry. I I, I haven't laughed a lot harder at, at a moment than when Lance Archer hit that punch because it was so brilliant. He he's he's talking smack into the camera, and see John. Here's the thing: Why are you standing so close? What was that? Odd. You know how long Lance's Lance's arms are. I mean, bro. I've seen I've seen you outsmart a lot of people. That wasn't smart. <laughs> well, I guess guys... they I guess they didn't teach that at the University of South Carolina. Oh, oh, oh. Love you, John. I'm just you know I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Once again, I mean he doesn't listen to this, but if you did, he's playing. <laughs> I'm saying I know he'll never never hear that, but just in case, I'm pl- I'm playing, John. Just 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 just. So are you guys down for Sting Lance Archer feud? I'm I am, especially I'm in- after that street fight Sting was in. I was kind of worried when he debuted if he was going to hurt himself, but it looks like he's able to do his stuff normally, so I'm down for it. Shipsa. I mean, it's interesting because it's a feud I didn't I didn't see coming. 
And me personally, I love feuds like that because I'm definitely interested right out of the gate to see where they go with it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be cool, good way to get you know Lance Archer more TV time because he deserves it. Well, I mean, I, he's, he's really heating up too. Yeah, like punching John Skyler in the face. Well, breaking ladders on people. Um, I think you know it's interesting. I'm curious to see where they go with it. I, I don't know. Just do you think they do cinematic matches for every one of Sting's matches? Like, I don't know. It's gonna be curious to see how it looks. Yeah, like I'll, I'll say I, I'm curious to see where they go because like the the cinematic match at Revolution was done perfectly to what he is able to do. Yeah. And you could you could play along with that because of the type of match that it was. It didn't have to and be. Darby took most of the bumps. I was saying Darby so, I mean, did, and Darby Sting would be taking all of them in a singles match. And and Darby, good lord, that 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 dude can take an ass <laughs> whipping in a half. But I, I thought the cinematic match was a good showcase. But yeah, I'll be interested to see if all of his matches are like that, or if maybe they do, and if they do do a normal match, what how how does it look? Yeah, I'm curious. So, Maki Ito had a match with Britt Baker and Nyla Rose versus Sheeta. Oh, my God. Why is it blanking me? Sheeta Rio, I believe. And let me look it up. Uh, what did you think about that match, Dave? Uh, <laughs> yeah, here goes the Maki Ito hate. That's why I'm asking this, because I know how much... Alan- it was Britt Baker, no, Maki, Ito, Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa, Ryo, Mizunami, and Sheeta. There we go. There's not gonna be that much hate, actually. <laughs> better not. Be. I think the um, I think the <laughs> mic attack could have done been done a little better. Oh, you're but turning your you're turning your tune than you were on the Fofi earlier because you heard Alan's a big stand of her. Come on, Dave, let it out. You. Well, well, I tell you on the phone again. You insulted. Queen Maki and her singing. She said her punches suck. Her singing sucks. Oh my! Oh, I said her. I said her microphone hitting on the head looked like my punches, and they needed to be worked on. Well, that's a disgrace because you quit because wrestling's too hard on you. So that's already okay, a disgrace. Listen, look. No, 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 no. You oh. do not. You do not. You do not insult Maki Ida. You don't do that. Then why not? Because she's a queen, motherfucker. I don't says, care if she's a queen or not. Cutest thing in wrestling, as she says. <laughs> cutest thing in wrestling, and that is 100% a fact. And yet, JR thought that was being referred to him. Anywho. Here's what JR thinks. I love the guy who's a goat, but he's past his prime. No, I'm sorry. He shouldn't know. He shouldn't be on the commentary booth. And he says everyone's name's wrong. Like, I mean, the inner circle. I mean, he said enter. But, but, like, as an in. T-E-R circle instead of the inner circle. I mean, he... But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, we learn one thing, and that is do not insult Queen Maki. Motherfucker. (laughs) Are you done? Are you such a big fan of her shape? Because she's the cutest. I love her. I love her her gimmick and her character. I think she, I think she is 100% badass. So you're a stan. (laughs) I done said I was a stan. You're defending her like you're a stan. Well, I could, I could, I could pull a you and Jericho promo out oh. and <laughs> talk about talk 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 about her. Like, I mean, literally, she was handcrafted from God's hand. But 
like you did with Jericho. <laughs> Clearly, you've right. got a lot more to say than I do. So, would you like to finish this? Because no, I know the big takeaway takeaway from that match is that we're going to get Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker next week in the main event Dynamite. The first ever time that women are going to main event Dynamite. You guys like that? I think it's cool. I mean, Britt I Baker and Thunder Rosa have had a great feud. They've been on yeah, fire with it, and and I'm 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 really and I'm impressed a lot with Britt. She has she has upped her game a lot. I think you could say Thunder Rosa is the best women's wrestler in the world. Her and uh, Io. Yeah, yeah. Her, her and Io, I would say, are number one and number two for best women's wrestlers in the world. It took it took Tony long did enough you to your start. Out? Huh? Huh? Hey, did you throw your shoulder out? You have your whole hand cuffing your shoulder over there, crossing your face out. <laughs> no. I said it took Tony Khan long enough to finally start doing something with his women's division. Yeah, elevation. I saw it hold cards, a woman's card. Yeah, which is which is brilliant because AEW needs that because the only weak spot of AEW, truthfully, is their women's division. Seems like it's picking up too a little bit. So, and the fact that they're not using Nyla Rose at all anymore. I mean, I was impressed with her in the beginning, but the way they've been booking her, nobody cares anymore. She's not a beast. <laughs> uh, she very <laughs> much is a put beast. Put the title on her months ago. You should have ran with that, Tony. Oh, he's starting no. to figure it out finally. Well, and and do, lest we not forget, Nyla Rose's title reign. I mean, she did have a pretty decent reign at one point. She did. I didn't she think did? it was that. I didn't think it was that memorable. Sheeta, I thought beat her after like a month or two. Well, but still, that's my point. Well, Sheeta's is the only one that's really been memorable. Well, that's because Sheeta's a damn queen. Actually, she's a goddess. My bad. But... Well, if you if you are being called a beast. You should kind of have a long title reign. Say, so, trust me, this is a Brock Lesnar stand right here. He knows all about the beast, so that's why he know he has the standards for it. I'm saying I'm a I'm, I'm a Lesnar fan, but I'm a Lesnar fan, but not a stand. Dave is not a stand either. I'm trying to make a point here. All right, give us your hot take. Drop it us on it. The point is, you bring Nyla Rose Nyla Rose in as a wannabe female version of Brock Lesnar to you know. <laughs> Spark up the women's division. You give her a title reign. You shove her aside, and now nobody cares. Who came out and said that we're recreating Nyla Rose to be the next Brock Lesnar? Who said that? (laughs) Did you? I did because that's what it resembles. Oh my god, Dave! Did you hit the dispensary on the way home? (laughs) No, I did not. I'm speaking truth. So did you just compare? (laughs) Okay. But true. Okay. Okay, um... Hey, everyone has their own, everyone right? has their own takes in wrestling. Yeah, like, I'll, say, like... I'll say, that might be one of the most questionable takes I've ever heard, but more power to okay, you. Okay, should you tell me where I'm wrong? No, that... Ricky Gross supposed to be Paul Heyman? No, I mean, I'm just saying, that's just... Ricky Gross not doing a good job of being Paul Heyman either, if that's what she's supposed to be doing. Nobody's Paul Heyman. <laughs> Paul Heyman is Paul Heyman. Nobody is Paul Heyman. Yeah, no shit. Right, I'm going to move on, because what the heck did we just get ourselves into? <laughs> All right, so we got Scorpio know. Sky versus Darby for the TNT title. Match was great, but the turn by Scorpio Sky, I think, was really the talking point of the whole match. Much needed. Do you like this? Do you Much. like? I said, do you guys like the heel turn? Much needed. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I think I'm in the majority. I feel like Darby's television has been kind of stale. I was actually hoping Scorpio kind of won that. Yeah. 
Well, it, I know I mean, Alan doesn't think that, but I don't. No, know. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think I, I personally, like I said, I personally think Darby's reign's been been good because I think he as a whole has been killing it. But he's I great. Mean, I mean, I, I thought. I mean, I thought legitimately, I thought Scorpio was going to win that match, but when he turned heel, it made more sense as to why he didn't win it. Yeah, that was just, good storytelling right there. Yeah, I mean, the, the storytelling was too good. Because you, you, think, you think, well, Sky's been poised to, you know, to get that push, and he was facing Darby, so he was going to win. Well, he doesn't win, but then you're thinking, well, why doesn't he win? Well, then there you go. I feel like Darby Allen's only actually memorable feud was with Cody Rhodes. I mean, if we actually had him in another feud other than that, or just title Sting. defenses. Sting and Team Taz. Okay. Well, but see, like, off that. I, I think the I think the whole thing with Taz with Team Taz and Sting and Darby has elevated Darby tenfold as, as I it think was supposed that's to what's do. Gotten stale, though, I think. I mean, that's what it is. I don't think he's still. I just think his feud with Team Taz is getting stale. I should say. Yeah, I think I think you need to distance it now and focus on somebody else because you can't really go too much further than you did with the with the cinematic street fight. Yeah. So I let me create. Darby's not still, but the whole feud. He's been in the feud with Ta- Team Taz. It seems like forever. Yeah. that's gotten a little stale to me. And then after bit. they overcame all that at Revolution to win the match, then you really need to kind of push it aside a little bit. And I, I'm hearing people say, "Sorry, Dave, go ahead," because I'm changing. First thing else. I was gonna say: Can we apply to AEW for literally hanging an actual brass ring on top of the M ladder at Revolution? I'm not going to comment because I made an awful analogy on camera about that and the revolution yep. thing. So. And then I want to know what that was now. Oh, it's compared to a sexual donut. Yeah, he, he <laughs> oh compared the he, he he legitimately compared the brass ring to one. And I said it's not a sex donut. It's a it's a medical donut. And pretty much basically he's like, well, we know what does is they get up. <laughs> well, that's better than what people are comparing it to too by saying Sonic is hashtag all elite. I actually appreciated those myself, but... We'll, we'll let the host continue. We're going What's the point of Cody Rhodes having a two-minute match? Like, Why is it Cody always has to work himself into the show? Uh, I'm <laughs> kind of questioning that myself a little bit. Isn't that kind of what he said he wouldn't do? Like Hunter and Jeff Jarrett and all them used to do? Yeah. Well, it's hard because it's like he's an active wrestler, he's still young, but he's also an exec, and I think sometimes it's kind of... It's it, it, that line. I feel like so. I just don't know. I feel like someone his age shouldn't be exact because you know he's going to wrestle all the time. And... Well, and it, it, it's like with him being an exec and a wrestler, it's kind of hard because the line is blurred so quickly with him being an active wrestler that you know if you do too much, you you you're, you're working yourself in too much. But if you don't do it yeah, enough. Yeah. I don't hate Cody. I like. Well, no, Cody. I love I just, Cody. But... Like a two-minute match, just I guess no, it, it's, no sense. Just it, get him there to get him there. Yeah, it, sense. It, having him on. But I mean, I am interested in the feud with him and Penta, though. That would be good. Yeah, that would be awesome. That's like one of those feuds I didn't know I needed. What are your thoughts about that? Since we're wrapping up here a little bit, we got two more things I know we need to talk about. But no, I mean, I'm looking forward. Your... I'm looking forward to it. I, I, it's one of those things I, I, that's, like I said, I'm, I'm a, big, a big fan of unexpected feuds, and that's definitely an unexpected one, and I'm actually all in for that one. Yep. 
thing because you know Penta is doing his thing, and Phoenix and Pac are going to be facing the Young Bucks. So yeah. I guess they have to find something for Pentagon. Which I'm looking forward to that match. So that tag title match is going to yeah, be, be incredible. Yeah. So I like it. I'll say I didn't think that Penta being a suit, having a guy him talk Spanish and a guy translating for him would be money, but it's actually kind of cool. No, I, mean, I think I think I think Penta is another one that if you if you properly place it, he can be big money. He will. Yeah. He's, he's damn one of the best in the world in the ring. Oh, yeah. He, he's one of the best wrestlers active right now, for sure. Well, maybe put him on the Matt Hardy brand. Oh, God. Big Kidding. money, Matt. He's not big money right now. So he lost all his earnings. Got, Mr. got spent on got a Mr. Hang- Say, got Mr. Hangman Page, that lawnmower he finally been wanting. <laughs> Except he needs to get a bigger one because he can't take all the dark order for ice cream because there ain't enough room because there's a body limit. There's a weight limit. I know, poor Dark Order member. The man just wanted ice cream, damn it. So what did you guys think about Ethan Page's uh, debut match on Dynamite, Dave? I think it was Lee good. Johnson. It, it was kind of short, but it was good. The only thing about it was the point the, of it, though. Well, yeah, it was just to showcase his ability, like that TKO he did, you know. Not I TKO, didn't like the box they did, though, when, they, when he was doing his post- interview and you didn't see anything except you just heard a voice. Yeah, that was the NBA audio. Yeah, that was the NBA audio. That wasn't Which, that wasn't AEW's fault. That was TNT's fault. TNT, as many people, like, it wasn't as bad as we watch in delay time because we're West Coast, but from the live viewing, apparently everyone was saying, there's like damn announcing from an NBA game. Dude. Yeah, it, and, and that wasn't even, that wasn't AEW's bot. Yeah, TNT did something on that. Yeah, I don't that know why. We're done with picture-in-picture picture stuff. No, and no. in fact, they seem to have a bigger boner for it than they did originally. What, picture-in-picture? Picture? Yes. Oh, oh they God. love that. They love that shit. Especially JR. Picture-in-picture. Picture, picture, picture. picture. The world-renowned, famous picture-in-picture. <laughs> it's like Jr. Dude, just I don't know. I don't stop. know what. I don't know what gets Jr. more excited these days: freaking picture-in-picture <laughs> adverts or housekeepers. <laughs> oh God! All right, so to wrap it up. Looks, Christian came out and he wants a title shot against Kenny Omega. Are you guys down for that feud? I mean, he didn't say it, but he came out, picked the title up, and raised it. I mean, we all know what that. Yeah, means. we all know what that means. Yes. What are you guys' thoughts on King say, Omega Christian feud? Dave, go ahead. I'm going to say I'm down. But before anybody in the comments starts throwing Goldberg or any of these other things at me, Christian Cage is not winning the AEW title. Yes, you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, we don't I'm going to go out on a limb and assume he's just there to put Kenny over. <laughs> That's why I'm okay with this feud. If he does win the title, well, then... Well, I mean... Like I don't think Christian's there. I think Christian's going to be there a lot. I don't no, think well, I mean, he did, he, did, no, no, he did sign a multi-year active performer deal. He's yeah. there. So there is a very real possibility he could beat Kenny Omega for the world title. <laughs> I won't be bat- mad about it. I'm, I'll am i be glad. I'm just saying I know what people are going to say. <laughs> I mean, me, personally, I'm all for it myself. Talk about a match we never thought we'd get. I think they're about to unleash, you know, impact oh, Christian oh, Cage. Christian, and that guy was a beast. Oh no, Christian Cage. Oh, he was. Oh, Christian Cage. Yeah. Christian Cage is back. Not Christian that, that he wouldn't use, but Christian no, Cage. No, Christian Cage is back. And that's gonna be sick. 
Now all we need is the TNA angle, and who we will be soaring back to the glory days. The glory days. I don't know if Impact was ever the glory days, but well, bro, when you had Christian, Angle, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, that was a fun time. I wouldn't say yeah. that was a bad glory days of wrestling, though. No, I mean it was the glory days of Impact, yes, yes, but not the glory days of wrestling as a whole. So to wrap it up, we had the Inner Circle War Chief Council. Yeah, <laughs> and this was a, quite the segment. Sammy's Jericho, back. So Sammy's back. Jericho took a hell of a beating, and we have a new stable. What are your thoughts on MJF's new stable of him, Sean Spears, FTR, and Wardlow? And Tully Blanchard. So I guess a reincarnation of what? Supposed to be the Horseman? That's what it like, looks like. The horseman signs. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Dave. <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't know how to feel about this yet. I need to see more of this before I have some thoughts. Because like, who made this? Was this like thought of for weeks, or was this a quick board meeting session? Story was or? MJF set it up while he was in the inner circle, tearing it from the inside out. Yeah. That's why MJF said he was making it while in the inner circle. So, yeah. I personally like it. No, I mean I'm I'm 100 on board. And FTR fits that horseman style. Sean Spears is getting used, which is cool to yeah, see him get used. Right. MJF is, you know, MJF. He's a badass. You know. <laughs> and Wardlow. I don't care what I any. Tweeted it. That dude's the next Batista. No, I mean, I don't care what anybody yeah. says. That man is a future fucking world champion. The dude has. Ha- the dude's got it. He, he's the next Batista. He reminds me of Evolution Batista. Yeah. Hell, he could be an next Vince guy if he ever went, uh-huh. which I hope he doesn't. But you I, know what I mean. Yeah, let's not I'll say let, that. I'll say let's not let, <laughs> let's not get the comments started on WWE versus AEW up in this bitch. Oh, whoops! Sorry. Anyway, see your thoughts on the stable shape. No, I mean I'm 100% hyped for it. I think it's a launching pad for for guys like Wardlow and finally for Sean Spears to get something good and. You know, you have some of the top talent in the company right there, and Wardlow's a future, like I said, a future megastar. Yeah, and if the expanse of totally, it's kind of cool. Uh, do you think Jericho's like getting written off TV because he got the shit beat out of him? Yeah, he got the living shit kicked out of him. He's Is probably he... gonna go do his oh, tours, God. I think. Is Fozzy touring? I'll say I don't know if Fozzy's touring or well, I don't know. Probably, probably, probably coming back. I don't, I don't know the cruise isn't coming back yet. <laughs> but, Dave, I don't think no. that yet. <laughs> but, I mean, don't care about COVID. I mean, He'll bring it back. He's I mean, proof at once. I'll say, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Fozzie's touring <laughs> Florida. Maybe maybe Fozzie's going to go tour uh, Maryland, South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, and Texas. <laughs> and Oklahoma and everywhere else. Arizona reopened too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe Fozzie's <laughs> going on a reopening tour. <laughs> oh, God. So I like it. I mean, I thought Dynamite was really, you know, a lot of good things this week. You yeah. know, I think it was a good bounce back from Revolution's debacle. Yeah. NXT was good. SmackDown's all right. Good week in wrestling. Yeah, it was. It was. So, you know, big news. You know, definitely not a boring week. So good week to return to the reviews. So, all right, guys, on that note, I'm your host, Dustin Destruction, my co-host. The Shakespeare, baby. And Dave. And stick on, my friends. Deuces. Oops.